In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, as well as the bull case for Bitcoin, according to ARK Invest, which is a $1.48 million Bitcoin price prediction. Also, quoting Max Kaiser, Bitcoin's revolution is an impossible to counterfeit digital store of value that can be used as money that has no sovereign or central bank involved that can be sent anywhere instantly at virtually no cost and is irresistible. Anyone who uses it is converted. You can say that again. Also in today's show, I'll be sharing Europe expecting its first Bitcoin ETF this month. I'll be breaking down this report as well as the SEC could be waiting years to file an appeal in the Ripple XRP case, according to their CEO, Brad Garlinghouse. We'll also be discussing the SEC has officially and formally accepted the BlackRock spot Bitcoin ETF, which is big news. I'll be sharing this regarding the latest application review as well as a crazy 2025 crypto rally is approaching says crypto analyst who called the 2022 market bottom. Also be sharing with you Michael Saylor's $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. Quoting him here, I have said it before and I'll repeat it again. If Bitcoin is not going to zero, it's going to a million dollars per coin. It is either nothing. And if it's nothing, then it's getting scrubbed out and banned. And of course, we now know it is not getting banned. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to y'all just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1343. I'm your host, JV, and happy Sunday, July 16th. 2023. Checking out the market here. We can see Bitcoin pretty neutral thus far. Currently trading just under 30,300. We have Ether barely in the red, still staying above 1,900. The big gainer for the day is XRP, up about 8%, trading back above 78 cents. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap sits just above $1.22 trillion with $24 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, with Bitcoin dominance at 48.4% and the Ether dominance at 19.1% and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. One inch network leading the pack up about 12% trading above 42 cents followed by maker up 10% trading at $981, followed by XRP up 6%, trading above $0.77. Cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we have 1inch leading this pack as well, along with Maker and Cause. So there you have it. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fair Index, we're currently rated a 57 in Greed, yesterday a 56, last week a 55, and last month a 47, which is neutral. Yeah, so there you have it. And if you're just joining us, make sure to say hello in the live chat. And at the end of the show, I'm going to be reading everyone's comments out loud as this is is a live and interactive show. And if you're only listening on a podcasting platform such as Spotify or iTunes, I encourage you to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience on YouTube with video and to participate in the live Q&A. Now for the charts, let's check out the Bitcoin price action. Bitcoin at 30,000 is the most popular buy level ever, according to the latest on-chain data. That's right, according to Glassnode. Now the Bitcoin price action may have stalled near the 30,000 mark, but buyer behavior suggests there is significant demand for the largest crypto here and now. Glassnode, which monitors unspent transaction outputs, shows that 30,200 is the price at which the largest number was created. The figures come from the first entity's adjusted UR 
URPD or UTXO, which is the real life price distribution metric. This counts UTXOs, but discards two important transaction types that could give a false impression of demand. Quitting glass note here. In this calculation, we discard coin movements between address controlled by the same entity and as such transfers, which do not correspond to real purchasing events and which could distort the actual mean purchasing price. Further, we exclude all supply that is on exchanges because a single average price for the funds of millions of users would be misleading and give rise to unwanted artifacts in the data they confirmed. Now, the result is that 3.8% of the total Bitcoin supply last moved at 30,200, more even at the 16,500 mark, which marks the area near the 2022 post FTX bottom. That's right. I think we hit a low of 15,700 and quoting Milky Bull Crypto, big move is coming. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. Meanwhile, other on-chain data reinforces the idea that old hands are uninterested in selling their stake despite this year's Bitcoin price already doubling. Let's go. Glassnode's huddled or lost coin metric, which covers what is described as old and large stashes of Bitcoin, continues to head towards new record highs. Hodled or lost coins is based on the so-called liveliness of the Bitcoin blockchain, how many of the supply moves at once, and following what period of dormancy, stagnation. This data provides an insight into how stagnant the supply is, including, as the name suggests, how much is likely out of reach indefinitely. And for example, due to wallet owners losing access to their investment, which probably happens all the time, right? The hodled or lost coins segment currently includes 7.77 million BTC worth $233 billion. This is the highest tally in five years, which is, you can see here in this chart, shows the Bitcoin hodled or lost coins. Now, estimates have long suggested that around 20% of Bitcoin's 21 million units may already be locked from circulation forever. That's right. And I think that is a fair assumption. And as William Clemente, the on-chain analyst, points out here, the bull case for Bitcoin, according to ARK Invest, let's take a look at this chart. This is very insightful. It shows us their bear case scenario for the 2030 Bitcoin price target, which you can see on the left, is $258,500. Now, the base case for the 2030 Bitcoin target is $682,800. And now for the bull case, $1.48 million per BTC. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this assessment and which target he feels most likely by the year 2030. And now quoting Max Kaiser from a recent episode of the Orange Pill Pod, and I'm a big fan of Chappelle. I have been since a kid. Anyways, he said, Dave Chappelle, that's the comedian who kept free speech alive during the dark days of censorship. Dave Chappelle, a big shout out for keeping it real. 100. How many of you remember the Chappelle show? Let me know in the comments. Now for a recent uh, thing I shared regarding Max and a prediction, which he just recently shared maybe two days ago, and I transcribed from his podcast. He said, if only 5% of that money ends up in Bitcoin, you're talking about a price of six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars of BTC, which of course is a target now within reach. If Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, the $9 trillion gun is going to start firing bullets at this little Bitcoin target. Send it and let's freaking go. And now let's uh, get into our next story of the day. You also noticed I cleaned up the B-roll camera and I have some new studio equipment on the way, which I'm excited, which is going to take this show and podcast to a whole new level, which I'm pretty stoked about. If you don't know, now you know. But now let's discuss our next breaking story of the day. And that's the uh, Europe receiving its first Bitcoin ETF, which approval can be very, very soon. So yeah, let's break this down. Check it out. The first Bitcoin ETF in Europe is expected 
expected to be publicly listed by the end of the month. Let's go. A full year after its initially planned launch, the Financial Times reported on Thursday, the ETF was first announced by Jacoby Asset Management in July of 2022, literally a year ago. The asset manager wanted to list it on the Euronext exchange last year, but decided that that time wasn't right after a string of negative events in the crypto space, like the crash of the Terra Luna project and the banking or bankruptcy of crypto exchange FTX with Scam Bankman Freed. The issuer now says demand has shifted since last summer and an ETF is on track. That's right. All ETF products are based on digital assets in Europe so far have been structured as exchange-traded notes, which are ETNs rather than funds, which are ETFs. The Business Daily pointed out Jacoby has specifically highlighted that it's launching an ETF, not an ETN, so keep that in mind. While an ETF shareholder owns a portion of the fund's underlying asset, an ETN investor owns a debt security. And I must say, there's nothing like the real thing, baby. So get your Bitcoin on cold storage or forever hold your peace. Quoting them here, there has been so much misinformation and misuse of the term ETF by ETN issuers, presumably to obfuscate the risks that are inherent in acquiring and investing in ETNs. Jacoby's co-founder and chief operating officer, Peter Lane, was quoted saying late last year, now unlike ETNs, the Bitcoin ETF that Jacoby Asset Management prepares to offer cannot be leveraged or used as derivatives, which could otherwise lead to significant counterparty risks. Take note of that, no clarity, Gary of the SEC. Just saying. (laughs) The new ETF has been authorized in Guernsey, a Channel Island jurisdiction that will facilitate its launch as it is not subject to the inherent inflexibilities of being an EU member, noted David Crossland, a partner in offshore law firm, Kerry Olson, and launching a Bitcoin ETF in Europe would have come with very large regulatory challenges, according to Michael O'Rourden, founder partner of ETF and digital asset consultancy, Blackwater Search and Advisory. He explained the Bitcoin is not considered an eligible asset under the EU's undertaking for collective investment in transferable security directive, which allows collective investment schemes to operate throughout the union based on an authorization from a single member state. So quoting data from Coinbase and Bloomberg, the report details that net flows into European digital asset ETPs reached $483 million over the past 18 months, and assets in European digital asset ETPs stand at currently $4.8 billion according to the Morningstar data analyzed by the FT Ignites Europe Asset Management Industry news outlet. So there you have it. How many of you are actually tuned in live right now from the EU and pretty excited for Europe to have their first official spot Bitcoin ETF approved? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And speaking of ETFs, uh, we're going to also be discussing, of course, BlackRock's ETF approval and what this is likely will mean for the entire crypto industry, mass adoption, Bitcoin game theory in full effect numbers go up and everything that comes along with it. But first, let's discuss the latest regarding uh, the recent win of uh, Ripple Labs and XRP versus the SEC and what their CEO, Brad Garlinghouse, has to say about it regarding an appeal. Because even though they won, they have the right to appeal that decision. But Garlinghouse says it can be years before they appeal it. So let's discuss it, shall we? Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse believes that the US SEC will face a prolonged process before having the chance to appeal the ruling.
ruling in its case versus Ripple Labs. As you know, July 13th, U.S. District Judge Torres ruled partially in favor of Ripple in a case brought by the SEC all the way back in 2020, ruling that XRP's token is not a security when sold on retail digital asset exchanges. And as a result of that ruling, many of the top exchanges have already relisted XRP, including Coinbase, just FYI. Now, Torres also ruled that XRP is a security when sold to institutional investors as it meets the conditions set in the Howey test, the infamous Howey test set back in like the 1930s. In an interview with Bloomberg on July 15th, Garlinghouse dismissed the institutional sales decision as the smallest piece of the lawsuit. He believes if SEC were to file an appeal against the retail sales ruling, it would only further solidify the decision that Judge Torres made. And although Garlinghouse believes it would be, uh, could be a while before the SEC has possibility to file the appeal. Here's what he had to share. As a matter of law, the law of the land right now is that XRP is not a security until there is an opportunity for the SEC to file an appeal, which would take years. Frankly, we are very optimistic. And Garlinghouse emphasized that this is the first time the SEC has lost a crypto case. That means they were undisputed, not any longer. He called out the SEC for being a bully and going after players in the crypto industry who couldn't mount a proper defense. I think they make a great point there. Unlawful action continues with their crypto crackdown, right? He also noted that when the case against Ripple was first filed, a lot of the crypto exchanges in the U.S. had the attitude of waiting to see what happens due to uncertainty. This resulted in several of the top exchanges, such as Coinbase, Kraken, and you know Gemini, etc., all delisting XRP altogether, which absolutely suppressed the price action of XRP. The SEC sowed confusion in the market, according to Garlinghouse. Quoting him again, they knew there was confusion, and they actually did things that they know would increase confusion. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the CEO. Garlinghouse explained that this confusion actually masqueraded as power to the SEC, thus preventing innovation within the U.S. Quitting him again, the SEC has been trying to put power in politics over what is really just sound policy and providing clear rules of the road. He points out that this has made it difficult for entrepreneurs and investors to participate in the U.S. crypto market and blockchain industry. So there you have it. Let me know if you feel if the SEC is likely to appeal this decision versus Ripple Labs and the XRP you know, community. And with that being shared, fam, now for the latest regarding this BlackRock uh, approval of their application by the SEC, which is a great sign that we are on track to moon next year in 2024 as Bitcoin halving is estimated to be roughly in April, roughly nine and a half months out. Let's go. So here is uh, the latest with BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world. BlackRock's app to offer a spot Bitcoin ETF has been added to the official docket of the SEC as part of its proposed rule change process. The move recorded late Thursday advances the most closely watched Bitcoin-related proposal to the SEC. To date, the app for iShares Bitcoin Trust was filed nearly a month ago, prompting a new wave of optimism across the crypto market and additional filings for spot Bitcoin ETFs from a number of other prominent players, including from firms like Invesco, Wisdom Tree, Bitwise, Fidelity, and even ARK Invest, you know, Kathy Wood's company, which saw its previous apps rejected last year and uh, along with those from other contenders. And when the SEC signaled last month that BlackRock's app was lacking, the company filed the revised application, adding a surveillance sharing clause that would involve the Coinbase crypto exchange, the largest crypto exchange in the U.S., monitoring and reporting possible illegal activity. And soon enough, Valkyrie updated its app with the same provision as did Fidelity and Kathy Wood's ARK Invest. Now, a spot Bitcoin ETF would track the value of Bitcoin without requiring the asset to be held directly. It would also be tradable on traditional stock exchange. 
And while a Bitcoin ETF based on Bitcoin futures launched a great fanfare earlier this year, a spot ETF, which is tied to the current price of the crypto, has been described as the holy grail for the industry. That's a great way to describe it. The SEC's continued resistance to approving one over the past several years has been described as a complete and utter disaster. So what's good? No clarity, Gary. What are we going to do? Now, with BlackRock's app now on the SEC's official calendar, it'll be published in the Federal Register and trigger a 21-day public comment period. I also like to point out that the app needs to either be denied or approved before the Bitcoin halving in April of next year, which can create the perfect storm. Meanwhile, four other applications were docketed on Friday related to the CBOE, BZX Exchange, which was the first entity to apply for a Bitcoin ETF back in March of 2021. They include the Wise Origin Bitcoin Trust, Wisdom Tree Bitcoin Trust, Van Eck Bitcoin Trust, and Invesco. Galaxy Bitcoin ETF, which have also entered a three-week comment period. And I also like to point out that the Gemini Exchange, owned by the Winklevoss twins, were the first to put in a spot Bitcoin ETF app to the SEC. Can you guess how long ago they did that? A decade ago. So what's good with the SEC denying every single ETF spot app in the U.S.? Meanwhile, they approve uh, you know, futures, derivative ETFs. Why? Control, manipulation, and to harm the investor, in my humble opinion. But let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss a prediction of a crazy rally in 2025. As we know, the halving is 2024, and it's the year proceeding the halving when the market typically hits the cycle peak and goes parabolic. And then we'll dive into Michael Saylor's latest $1 million price prediction, followed by some live Q&A. Don't forget to say hello in the live chat. Let me know where you're tuning in from. I broadcast each and every day, seven days a week, 365 days out of the year, live from Puerto Rico. So let's freaking go. So here we have it. Venture capitalist investor Chris Bernzik says the new crypto bull market is coming in the next couple of years, which will make the previous cycles look modest. Bernzik, a current partner of placeholder capital and formal analyst at ARK Invest, says the new bull cycle is brewing, backed by a slew of new projects and catalysts. Quoting him here on crypto Twitter, we thought 2013 was crazy until we saw 2017. We thought 2017 was crazy until we saw 2021. We thought 2021 was crazy until we saw 2025, and he makes a great point. And he continues, regulatory currents are changing. New products are shipping. IFS, which are internet financial systems, are maturing. We have NFTs, which are mainstreaming. We have BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, who is bullish. And once again, rates will drop, repricing time and all risk assets. Pack your bags and buckle up. It's going to get silly. Let's go. The investor predicts that eventually most crypto projects will consolidate into a smaller number of layer ones that thousands of blockchains tap into for security. Quitting him here, in the future, everything becomes a roll-up. Tapping into the security of a handful of multi-trillion dollar base layers, it's as simple as that. Consolidation of one layer infrastructure leads to cementing winners and value accrual, where while demolishing the value of the long tail of infrastructure, those playing the venture capitalist infrastructure game for too long will get rightfully burned. And those this uh through this consolidation, the cost of block space service provisioning collapses, leading to an expansion and increased experimentation at the app layer may take a cycle to become obvious. And earlier in the year, he named Solana as one of the biggest opportunities for the next bull market cycle, quitting him again. I think if I had to pick an ecosystem that's contentious and that you should pay attention to, and it is contentiousness, which is undervalued, it would be Solana. Placeholder, each bear market tends to pick an ecosystem or 
two and build an aircraft carrier strategy around that ecosystem. And so the last bear market, it was ETH and Bitcoin because those were really the only things that scale and liquid enough to justify. And what I mean by aircraft carrier, if you take Ethereum, buy a bunch of the core ETH asset, but then venture invest around it and really get to know the ecosystem and who all the people are that are working on, say, at that point of time, lending or decentralized exchanges or asset management or whatever. And then you can pick the best teams of the teams that most uh, speak to from a venture perspective. We are doing that same aircraft carrier strategy around Cosmos and Solana right now. Very interesting because also heard the macro guru, Raul Powell, 80% of his portfolio, he says, is in Solana. So that's just more bullishness uh, right there for the crypto market in 2025. Now for Michael Saylor's $1 million price prediction. Let's break this down. He was interviewed on a podcast, which I transcribed because I couldn't find this information on any article and I wanted to bring it to you first. So I'm going to quote it word for word and share his latest insights from his uh, recent interview. So here's what Michael Saylor had to say regarding you know the ETFs and all that's happening right now. He says, it looks like a spot ETF will probably get approved. There is massive political pressure to approve one. The circumstances have changed and now there is a way for the SEC to approve it without backtracking on his previous legal and policy guidance. And he continues, certainly there are a lot of Wall Street entities that have vested interest in seeing this happen. If you're an institution, one way to get Bitcoin exposure is to buy the underlying asset, but there have been challenges with finding the right exchange to buy it on and custody arrangement. So a simpler way to do it is buy the spot. ETF. There are trillions of dollars in capital that is required to invest in a security that trades in these compliant forums and is understating the obvious. There's tens of trillions of dollars. So there is a lot of capital that can't buy the Bitcoin or self-custody the Bitcoin. They don't want to do charter. Maybe it's against the tax code. Maybe when they raised $10 billion from public investors, they raised it to invest in securities, but not interested in property or commodities. So the spot ETF availability is a major milestone for traditional adoption. The approval of a spot ETF is a major milestone in regulatory clarity, which is tantamount to an endorsement. The engagement of Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, and Schwab. I mean, Schwab is synonymous with Wall Street, 100 years of Wall Street. So what you have is Wall Street coming together to offer securities and exchange services and indirectly custody services for mainstream investors. And we look out about 12 months and if I was saying, what are the key milestones that drive mainstream adoption of Bitcoin? Well, one of them is clearly a spot ETF. The second is the designation that Bitcoin is an asset class, the recognition of a legitimate commodity. It's a big deal. When Jerome Powell says it is not going away, when Gensler and the head of the SEC and CFTC both say it's a digital commodity, digital commodity might not sound like much, but when you go down the next round, like is it a Ponzi scheme or is it a scam or like tulip bulbs, the difference between tulip bulbs and a digital commodity is a zero versus a one. Now pay attention. This is the best part of what he says. I have said it before and I'll repeat it again. If Bitcoin is not going to zero, it is going to a million dollars. It is either nothing. And if it is nothing, then it is getting scrubbed out and banned. And of course, we now know it is not getting banned. There is no way that Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Charles Schwab, Deutsche Bank, Credit Agricole, Banco Santander, all decide they're not interested in this. They're not endorsing a tulip bulb, right? Once you go from zero to the one, then the 
question is, well, it is an asset class. And if it is not going away, what is it worth? Well, it's worth 1% of the assets in the world. So 1% drives it up by a factor of 10 to 20. Very powerful prediction by Michael Saylor. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the Giga Chat in the comments below. And be sure to check me out over on Crypto Twitter. My Twitter handle is Crypto News Yes. You can see this tweet has been going parabolic, which I love to see. Also, some other very interesting Michael Saylor quotes he recently shared from a Bloomberg interview I want to share with you regarding the current state of the market. He says, regulatory clarity is going to drive Bitcoin adoption by eliminating the confusion and anxiety that's been holding back institutional investors. And he continues, they have a view of crypto exchanges, which is far constrained. Their view is crypto exchanges should trade and hold pure digital commodities like uh, Bitcoin. And also he went on to share, the public is beginning to realize that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, says Saylor. The next logical step is for Bitcoin to 10x from here and then 10x again. And you run the math. If Bitcoin was the 10x and 10x again, that's 100x. So you already know what's 100 times $30,000. Send it to the moon and let's freaking go. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.